Hi, gorgeous. Welcome to the Rockstar Mindset Podcast. See this podcast as a cocktail, you know, a refreshing cocktail, something that you're going to drink, you're going to feel so good about yourself. You're going to feel uplifted, motivated, upbeat, and so positive. This is the purpose of the Rockstar Mindset Podcast. It's really where you're going to hear from women leaders who have been working for years in the corporate world and they became entrepreneurs. And I think it's so great to hear their stories, their breakthrough, to connect with them. And this is the purpose of this podcast, really to know that if you want to escape your nine to five struggle, yes, it's possible. Yes, you can do it from a place of ease, of elegance and joy, and say adios amigos to the pressure, the hustle, bustle culture that you don't like so much. So is this what you want? You know, you are in the right place. I invite you basically to listen to the next episode and I can't wait, I can't wait to hear from you. Ciao. Welcome, gorgeous. Welcome to the Rockstar Mindset Podcast. I have a fantastic guest today and I can't wait. I can't wait to speak with her. So basically, welcome, Joe. Welcome, Joe Ingram. She's a business coach and strategist, and she's helping high achievers, visionaries, entrepreneurs, consultants who are overworked, overexhausted, overtired, and they want to create their businesses, but they want to do it in a different way. They want to do it when they can balance their feminine and masculine energy, when they can find their authenticity in their message. And I think this is what we all want in a certain way. So I'm so, so excited for Joe to be with us. Welcome to the Rockstar Mindset Podcast, Joe. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to join you today. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here with us. So can you tell us a bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I spent 20 years working in advertising agencies in London. Um, I had the big corporate career as I expected that I would, having graduated from university and doing all the things that, you know, high achieving women believe that they need to do in order to be successful and happy. And although some success had come, I certainly wasn't happy. And I was looking inwardly, particularly since I had children and asking, how can I find more meaning? How can I do something that not only helps other people, not only creates phenomenal income, but most importantly, lights me up? And to that end, I found myself looking at all the parts of me that I had had passion for, experience, knowledge, and so on. And I looked at my 20-year marketing career and said, how can that be something that I could be my own boss and work with phenomenal people and really help them as entrepreneurs and coaches build their own business? So I pivoted at the beginning of the pandemic Actually, I was made redundant, laid off from my job, as so many were. But instead of feeling that that was a tragedy, I really saw it as an opportunity. It was the universe giving me this amazing little kick saying, you know what, you've been talking about this for a while and now is your chance, your time to shine. And pivoted immediately into being a business coach and strategist and helping other, as you said so well, you know, really striving, overproving, often ex-corporate women who are also building their corporate businesses to really imbue their marketing message and their mission 
but together with more than a hint of spiritual approach because that was the other side of me as well and you know so many of us are on this self-development path over the last however many years has become so so popular as everyone's seeking meaning and, and wanting connection and for me that spiritual journey over the last five years hasn't eased off it's just getting more and more intense for me and I'm finding so much richness comfort and um information that has actually helped me overcome that burnout mentality that as a corporate woman I had just had as part of me and that's what I what I teach in my programs because people women like us the high achieving highest driving women who want to build businesses really have to find that balance okay so if I go back a little bit because you have 20 years in marketing okay what are the pros and the cons of your career in marketing that basically you transpose into your business? I love that question because when I first lost my job, I wanted to throw the whole 20 years in the bin. <laughs> like, I don't want corporate anymore. I do. Toxic culture. It's I did me. <laughs> like yeah forget that that's not who I am anymore I'm like oh I'm gonna do something totally different at first I was like I'm gonna be a parenting coach because I've got this this whole journey of infertility and I have twins and I really wanted to share and I thought that was my calling and whilst it's something I'm very passionate about I quickly realized that we should never throw the baby out with the bathwater, and actually leaning in to the skills that I had developed over those years is actually what gave me the edge, what what allowed me to immediately open my business with that expertise, because Uh that was what I had already done. Sure, I had to think about how to transfer those skills, but once I embraced that I had those skills and they were a gift, that bit came far more easily. I love it. I love it because, yeah, <laughs> we're all doing it. As I said, we said, no, I just want to go away from this world. I don't want to talk about it, you know. But after when you step back a little bit, you say, hmm, you know what? I already have a lot of expertise. <laughs> Let me use it in a way to help my people. Okay, and what are the cons when you were in marketing? What are the reasons why you say, okay, um, we need to do something about it? You mean what I didn't want to do anymore and why I didn't yeah. want to be in corporate? Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, really for me, it was the culture more than anything. Oh, okay. As, you know, I became more open-minded to different ways. I just saw that it was all about the struggle. Well, so many people were stuck in the striving, presenteeism, having to do things that actually common sense told mm-hmm. you that this wasn't a great use of time. And yet time seemed to be one of the biggest challenges we're always trading time for money it was like you have to show up sure I'd love to say nine to five but let's be realistic when you're in big city jobs it's far more hours oh yes and you know you're a mom you've got I've got girls you've got a girl you know we're like this isn't working for me oh yeah (laughs) interestingly I have I had women bosses as well. And I remember thinking, this is amazing. My bosses are all mums. This is going to be so good. So wrong. In fact, it became like competitive presenteeism. It's like, well, I'm on my emails at 10 o'clock at night. Why aren't you replying? And I was like, yeah, this is, you know, I'm a mum. You're a mum. I'm here. Why aren't you here? 
there was mm -hmm. no grace to it and there was the it just didn't feel like the way I wanted to progress. I was in a service industry as well, you know, advertising agencies. Everybody's okay. got an impression of what advertising agencies are like. You know, we're, it's yeah, true. we like, <laughs> we, your clients can call you at five o'clock, six o'clock and say, oh, I need something by tomorrow. Wow. And you have to say to your team, guys, you can't go home. This has to be done. This is now a short deadline. And sure, as a senior person, you can try and negotiate with the client, push the deadline. Okay. But that is out of your control to a really high extent. Oh, and wow. I think being in control of your time and your, your career and your clients and your progress and your results is something that as much as you can talk about within the corporate world, it being a meritocracy, yeah. The truest meritocracy is really when you're your own boss because you will create yeah. your own results. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. It's the ultimate one. So it's quite interesting, basically, to see that this kind of flexibility, this kind of relationship with time is completely discombobulated uh, when you work in corporate. And does it mean that basically it was one of the reasons why you said, okay, um, one, you said the culture, you couldn't take it anymore. It wasn't basically in alignment with yourself but also this question in terms of flexibility and time and energy. Oh, 100%. I think being in charge of your own time is priceless. You know, being able, like this, like we're chatting now, but I only just got back from the woods. You know, I love my morning walk and I oh. feed the swans and it's become oh. a real ritual for me. Oh, and yes. at half 10 in the morning, I'm ready to sit at my desk. I did not have to oh. Change my day in order to fit somebody else's time schedule. So my well-being has increased so much, and I'm able to lean into sort of genuine self-care around woodland oh. walks and meditation, which is really important to me, and really important if you're, you know, an entrepreneur and a coach. Indeed. Having the flexibility to build in what lights you up and makes you feel good, whether that's spending time with family and friends, hobbies, self-care. That's what life's about. It's not just yes. about work. But I love it. I love what you said. Because I did the same this morning, basically. I just uh, look after my daughter. She took a bus, basically, to go to school. I went to Gale to buy some scones and croissants. And mm. I just relaxed at home and I meditate. Now, this is awesome. I have to say, where we can start our morning is a pure bliss. <laughs> Really? So now that basically, okay, you made the decision, you have, you have been made redundant and me as well. So I completely understand basically that you got this little kick in the butt <laughs> <laughs> by the universe saying to you, okay, you wanted to do it. You're going to do it now because I'm with you. So what are the kind of skills um, that you brought into your, um, your business? Because I know you did marketing, you did advertisement to help you to make this transition with ease? Oh, what a great question. Um, you know, at first I didn't get it right. You know, hands up. And I think this is such a common experience for ex-corporate women coming yeah. over to building their own businesses. Yeah. I came over with, you know, some really great skills around productivity and leading successful teams and revenue generation and marketing. So I had the foundations but of course, I brought the culture with me as well. And one of the things I love to talk about is that I became a worse boss to myself than uh, the women I just described. 
such a harsh taskmaster. It's like not, not making enough money, work harder. Well, you, well, now I'm my own boss. I can work through the evenings, put the kids to bed, sit at my yes. desk till midnight, one o'clock, as I wish. Um, but it wasn't really as I wished. It was this insane imposter syndrome and, you know, perfectionism that was pushing me on, first of all, to succeed, but not in a holistic way that was actually going to light me up and make me happy. And let's remember, like I just said, my goal, number one, get lit up. And feel great. Yeah, now it's very interesting Not, you that know. you're saying that because so many women are doing it. They just transfer basically this kind of culture into their business first. That's why they say, oh, if I don't make any, any enough money, I need to work harder. I need to hustle. I need to do it again and again. When this is not the reason why we decided to become an entrepreneur. So we're all doing it. We're all doing it. this kind of cell mentality, you know, keep going, keep doing, mm. keep pushing. Until there is a certain time we say, okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, I didn't leave my corporate job to live exactly the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. And I found within my first six months, I actually burned out. I was doing, you know, launch after launch and pushing new programs and creating, creating mm-hmm. until a point where I just, I remember one particular day I was in the kitchen with my husband and I was just in floods of tears, pretty much just sat down on kitchen floor. And I said, what have I done? I'm so unhappy. I can't do this anymore. I just, it has to be different. And that's at the point that I really got so much advantage from the spiritual reading that I was doing. I became really interested in the law of attraction and the idea of actually having your mindset right first. I know this mindset is fundamental to what you focus on too, because yeah. it is everything is how you it's approach a lot. it. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. When you start. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and basically I realized that I've been stuck in a sort of wounded masculine. It was all about the doing and the overproving and the striving. And what I really wanted and was craving so much was flow and ease and allowing inspired action to take place. Not this hard pushing feeling that that drained me and drained my energy. So I started taking the long walks in the forest, started having a bath in the middle of the day. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? Just, you know what? I need to just calm and allow the inspiration to flow through me and come to my business from that place rather than the place of desperation and neediness that, you know, it's very typical if you get made redundant and you have these experiences, you're like, I need to make the money. I need to be successful. I need to prove everyone wrong. And you get all this tangled stuff. And ironically, it's actually letting it go and surrendering that will ultimately create the ease that you desire and and the success in your business and that's where the real moment if you should ever really desire it of saying I've done it that's where it comes from not from making that bit of money or getting that number of clients because that's hollow if you haven't also balanced yourself and getting joy from it yes no I, I love what you're saying because um I remember me when I started, I started three years ago, and I heard so many times this mistake that all entrepreneurs are doing, 
that they go into this feast and famine. And this is where they have this kind of workaholic mentality saying, I need to work harder, harder, and harder to prove that, yes, I can do it. But when you step back and you realize everything that you've done in such a short amount of time in terms of personal growth, development, mentality, mindset, this is the beauty. This is why it's a beauty. You have to accept where you are, no matter what. And I think it's from this moment of acceptance, and I think with COVID, we got this so much every day to accept where we are now, that you can really surrender and trust yourself. I think there's a big question about trust as well. Because I remember me is when I say, I don't place my trust in a company. I, I place my trust in myself. Powerful. I love the word trust. It's a, oh, yeah. it's a word that actually, you know, you, you know, oftentimes we pick a word of the year and that's been my word wow. of the year, trust. Oh, because trusting in yourself, trusting that the universe is a good place and it has your back and it's not out to get you. And gosh, you know, you mentioned the pandemic. I mean, so much fear and so much going on in the world that believing that people are good, the world is kind, the universe will reward me. And I just have to show up and surrender and ease into it is is so much a, a big part of my journey. And now what I teach which is another beautiful thing about you asked about some of the cons of corporate. And I was just thinking, as you were saying that, that actually allowing this sort of conversation and being truly authentic in a corporate environment is almost impossible because you're existing as a representation for that, for that company. And now I'm like, I haven't even realized it until, you know, I'd been in my business for quite some time. Because I had such a fear of judgment, I suppressed what I wanted to say. I was almost showing up in my business as though I was a corporate person. But it was only oh. when I like lent in to an authentic message and understood what my mission was. And I'm, I certified as a pranic healer a couple okay. of years ago, for example. And I did not even think that that was relevant to my business for the first six, eight months. It didn't even cross my mind. And I did this inquiry, same inquiry I go through with everyone that that comes into my world is all about really inquiring about all parts of yourself and seeing Mm. what exactly your business is meant to be, not what you thought it was about. Then actually, when I started to bring in all of the parts of myself, which, yes, includes working with energy and using energy to shift our mindset and includes you know, enjoying things like law of attraction and similar, that that actually was something that my perfect clients love too. <laughs> I realized that they're my sole clients. They're yeah, the they're people clients. that I can make the, the biggest transformation for and they light me up and I light them up and working together is that sort of sole contract piece. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a, such a shift from corporate into running your own mm-hmm. business. It's very interesting because... When I was in corporate, it was quite, I was happy about what I was doing. I was okay. I had a very, very excellent and badass manager. She always supported me in my business, no matter what. And I think me, difference with you, I was able to be authentic in my job. So I completely understood basically the corporate world, the way it works and everything. But I was not afraid basically to say the thing as it is. And my manager was the same. So it's a bit different. but. 
there is a moment always when you start to feel that the energy that you really have for your corporate job is eating up yourself day per day, especially during COVID, during all the stress, the fear, the redundancy, I felt it. And this is where my balance started really to be unbalanced. And I said, okay, in terms of energy, I, I had difficulty basically to keep my upbeat energy in my corporate job. And this is where I think yeah, one day I just a journal about it and I said to the universe, I have enough. <laughs> so <laughs> it's too much. It, was, it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't healthy. And my redundancy came a few days later. So it's always, uh, that's why I believe the universe is always listening to us. Mm. That's why mindset is so important because your, the language that we use is just sending nuggets to the universe about what you want to do next. So that's why mindset, I say, yeah, mindset is brilliant. But I learned in my business as well that your body has to be part of, of the journey. And most of the time, we disconnect mind and body. Mm. And this is where with your business, I'm pretty sure this is what you do with your client. You put everything together in terms of spirituality, in terms of well-being and wellness, and also business strategy. Yeah, I mean, wellness is the core foundation. And, you know, we have to also be aware, just from a practical point of view, that if you're running your own business, you have to be well. Yeah. So, you know, when you do in corporate as well, but it's certainly the, the anti rises when you're running your own business and your energy and how you show up in the day is going to be literally the results that you see. Exactly. So, you know, and I've had to, I've had a lot of hard lessons to learn, even simple things like making sure I drink enough water or oh my God. My body every day. <laughs> things I have to be quite strict with myself but you know it's a big question of discipline huh? when you start to become an entrepreneur you start to be very disciplined and it's funny because at first you say oh no I have all the time I want I'm free and everything and you realize that if you want to thrive in your business discipline is key so true I spoke earlier about um taking to the woods after I had that moment on the kitchen floor and it was interesting because I really embraced this divine feminine that's flow mm -hmm. and ease and grace. And for the first time, I was learning, actually succeeding at times to meditate, you know, quietening the mind and Quite actually amazing. allowing my inner voice to speak and hearing my heart, not just my mind that's overactive mm -hmm. and so on. But I quickly learned. No, I, I didn't quickly learn. It took about six months. Okay. That. In divine, in the the divine feminine, there's the wounded feminine, and actually you yes. get stuck in inaction. And I suddenly realised that this is nice. This feels good. <laughs> but the work's not getting done very much, and I'm not pushing myself. Like I'd lost the discipline. To your point, yeah. And that's when it was almost like a light bulb moment that made me so appreciative of those years in corporate, and but also who. I inherently am, which is someone who has that strong masculine doing action taking spirit. And when I embraced that and stopped pushing it away and said, oh, now I get it. It's about being in divine balance between exactly. the two. 
Yeah. Now I can run a, a great business. And that's where the discipline started coming back about my well-being as well as running my business. So sure, I can walk in the woods every morning and have that, that beautiful start to the day. But there has to be structure in the day so that yes. you know, the work gets done in a way that feels good. Jenna, I'm fascinated because I love this, this divine dance. It's a kind of dance between masculine mm. and feminine energy. And it's true, there is a wanted feminine. And it happened to me, and I know, <laughs> most of the time I know, when I spend more time basically my feminine energy, taking bath, uh, taking my time, there is a moment when, you know, you don't feel so great. It's like, uh, okay, in action where, yeah, yeah, I like it, I need to rest. And, but what about action? And I think we all have this very strong, very strong masculine energy to get things done, to take action, to move things forward. Because we have been, yeah, we have been educated, you know, into this kind of patriarchy system, we have to say it. Um, and this is where we are quite, we are quite excellent at what we do. Because we are able Such to- Such a gift. Such yes. a gift. Yeah. Because we, we're able to go into this masculine very quickly and to get things done. And now it's for us basically to, I would say, respect and even honor our divine feminine energy and go back to it, you know, with it, saying, okay, I did my part. Now I can go to the woods. I can have a walk, you know, and I can watch a movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many women that I talk to and, and those that I work with. And they're just at the point where they're ready to rise, you know, mm. whether or not they're coming out of corporate for the first time or whether they're already a six figure business owner, for example, mm -hmm. they're still at a point where they're just like enough. I'm uh. ready to take myself to the next level. I want to do it authentically and I want to do it in balance. And I want to, I want a mission that I can be, you know, mm. lit up by. And this is that idea that actually when you bring those things together, then you're able to rise. You're able yes. to open and just feel good about it all. Is that how it happened for you? Yes, it, it's, it's interesting with me because me, I delve into um, personal development with mindset, neuroscience and energy first. So I've got this already mindset before. And it was around 2019, 2020, when I heard about a uh, new moon cycle, uh, uh, different from a linear, that we are all living a cycle from a friend. And I remember I said to her, hmm, this is far-fetched, but this is doable. So I'm going to look into it. And it was really this question to, to be in harmony with your cycle, with the new moon. And this is where I really, dare, I really digged into everything about the divine feminine because I really felt that my body needed to have this break. You know, when I, I remember when I heard about it and I started to read this book from Kate Nordstrom, uh, which is called Do Less. And it was uh, also one of the titles of my workshop, Do Less and Get More Done. I say, I got it. Because I noticed it sometimes, you know, you meditate, you have this, all these creative juices flowing into you and you're just writing, you're just communicating and people are coming to you and it's easy. Sometimes it's so easy that you wonder if it's possible. <laughs> no, it's just like, really? Is it the way it works? But more and more basically I get into it. And I think me, it was more 
accepting and honoring my feminine side. I was more before, I was very, okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't like basically to procrastinate. I don't like to be anxious. I'm just going to put it away. No, I learned basically to honor these stages. I learned to honor what is happening and to listen to it, honor it and acknowledge it because I learned so much from myself, but also from where I was in my business and life and I move forward much more in an elegant way. And this is what I do with my client. I said, no, no, don't push it away. Your emotions are, are sending you a specific message at a specific time. The key is to listen and to surrender. Not to push it away to like the masculine way. No, no, we're not into that. And we are emotional beings as well. Mm-hmm. So I believe women are such into a powerful position to embrace who they are authentically and rise, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. And when we suppress those fears and those feelings, it basically keeps us stuck and we keep going through the same cycle. It might look different, a different person, a different position, but it's the same pattern, the same cycle. But when we kind of embrace all that we are, and actually what I love to, to think about is make your mess your message. In fact, yes. you know, it's like totally. I'm making my business about the mess that I've made, about the balance <laughs> that I've had and, you know, how I got burned out and how I got laid off and all of these things mm. that, you know, instinctively you just want to hide them away. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Because mm. Does it make me look weak or less than in some way? And it's actually the opposite, you know, women and and men who are becoming coaches in this space that you and I both exist are rising because they're sharing their mess, their message, their mission. And it's really resonating. And, you know, when I teach about magnetizing soul clients, so much of what you just said resonates so much. It's when you allow that message to flow through you and show up with energy and passion Passion. and vibrancy people are magnetized the right people your soul clients soul clients yeah totally they're they're listening they're lit up they're like yes I need to work with you I want to be in your energy I want to I want to gain my transformation and my outcome because you've made it so clear I know exactly what, what I'm getting because one of my um one of my mentors used to say um, be a lighthouse for your audience. There is so much darkness out there, but be the lighthouse. For I them. love that. And it was, it, it is, it is so beautiful because, and it gives you also permission to shine as much as you want to, to show up the way you want to unapologetically and don't give a damn about what people think. This is none of your business. They're going to react, but this is none of your business. You have a mission. And when you show up this way, with so much energy, with so much vibe, it's intoxicating. It's infectious. Even you, you love it every day. And I notice it, the more I do it, the more I'm fun, the more I'm creative. And to the end of the day, because I think I'm a generator, so that's why I generate a lot of energy during the day. But when it's done, you know, yes, I can go back to my feminine energy. You know, I can take a kind of chocolate cake, watch a movie on Netflix and relax. I love it. Exactly. We're not machines. We don't have to, you know, like be these um, miracle mornings right through to midnight, crazy 
I, I, all I'm about is achieving. I like, I love a bit of chocolate in front of Netflix. Bring it on. <laughs> I like it. If you want to join me, I did that yesterday. I was, oh my God, life is good. <laughs> That's it. That moment, the kids are in bed. Yes. It's all like, ah. Oh this is this is time for me but I think it feeds our soul we you know we're whole humans and you know having virtuous things and having things that just feel good in the moment are equally as important in the right balance in the right balance yeah no totally um so what's what I have a question for you which piece of advice uh you would have loved basically to hear when you started your business I think it was probably around time scales. I think that that energy that I brought from corporate meant that I had to get something done on a time scale that was completely artificial. And that's what put I put myself under so much pressure and brought me through into burnout and probably made me make decisions that weren't actually aligned with who I am and what my business now looks like. Um, I think that I wish somebody had said to me, it's not about making it overnight. It's about making it in true alignment with who you are and what lights you up and just slow down, just a bit bit of Ferris Bueller, really just look around and slow down. Uh Um, You have nothing to prove to anyone. Uh, This is a big one. This is a big one. Because most of the time we overdo because we want to prove something. We want to prove that we can do it. Um, it's quite interesting. Because, you know, it's, all, it's also linked to this imposter syndrome. Mm. Yeah, imposter syndrome is an, an absolute beast. Particularly for, you know, highly intelligent, successful corporate women. Yeah. The imposter syndrome, because your whole identity has been wrapped up in the career path that you've pursued. And if you make a change... Yeah. You think, well, who am I now? You know, I'm not a board director or I'm not a, you know, whatever senior title you've, you've got ahead. I don't lead a large team anymore or whatever the things are. So you start questioning. And the other thing that gets, that got me and gets everyone in this position is this fear of judgment. When you come is out it- of corporate, you just think, oh my, oh my God, what are they going to say? Yes. What are they going to think of me? Because I'm woo-woo. I talk about the universe. Well, they're going to think that I lost my mind, right? They're going to be like, oh, dear Lord, what, what's she doing? Oh, she's new age. And I thought this, but they never said this. I said this in my own head. Uh-huh. Like, who am I to do this? Who am I to build a business as a business coach who does breath work with her clients or who, mm. who enjoys a pranic healing technique to allow us to open our energy centers and mm-hmm. do our best work? It's so far removed from the experience in corporate. It's very far removed. I think that's why we scale by it. Because it doesn't fit into the corporate world, you know. So I've got that as well. I remember I was moving forward, but I had this fear of being judged. And that's why I think um, I was okay to be in my corporate job. And to do the things I knew and everything, because it was a kind of routine, it was a kind of comfort zone. And at the same time, I love the fact that I have my business on the side and I could shine, I could empower, inspire as much as I wanted to. So I remember I had both. So that's why it's the beginning, it was okay. But, and you learning, um, I think, step by step to remove this fear, 
around judgment. But after this fear of judgment is coming up when you become an entrepreneur <laughs> and you're showing up basically to help, you know, to sell your services. I remember I got that as well. Fear of selling, yeah. I remember I got it uh, when I didn't know. Well, they, they say if you want to go into self-development, become an entrepreneur, because it will light up all of your worst insecurities. And if you plan to be successful and happy, you will have to face them. Yeah. You know, you can't have, say, a fear of visibility and showing up and sell your services. You can't transform lives if you're so scared of judgment that you don't mm -hmm. want to to state you know what how it really is and how people can make change so yeah it's it's shone a light tremendously on all of those areas and I, I love working with people to overcome those I love addressing my own challenges yes because it's it's part of that self-development journey which um but is so much know, fun yes but you know it's quite interesting because most of the time some people they start to become entrepreneur but they don't work so much on the personal development now, it is possible to be yeah. really successful, make loads of money. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would never suggest that you have to do these things no. in order to have a successful business. But I also think that there's a lot going on that exists within people that will create that success. Yes. And often, you know, if you if you really look at those people, they have such a strong belief in their own success in it's it is a form of self-development that many of us have had to work harder on that just mm. happens to be inherent in them if you you know look at some of the, most, the leading entrepreneurs in the world they're like i never doubted that i'd be mm. successful and you hear them they lose their business and they've been made bankrupt and then they built it right back up again and this happens over and over because they just know that they're gonna yes yeah, they have this belief in their body, in their mind, that they are successful, that being successful is like breathing hair, and to mm. make sure that every day they are successful. I find it really important because I think so many of us women, we are already successful. We are already leaders. We're leading our life. We're doing everything. But we don't necessarily basically go to this point where we say, I am a successful woman. So true. So true. We're so hard on ourselves about celebrating success and actually just taking pause and saying, I just achieved a goal. I was just literally, I was talking to someone, a client about this just this week because it come up for me and in exactly the same week it came up for her, which is we hit goals, but didn't even stop to realize and acknowledge that that had happened before you're already going. Yes, but yeah, I ah. did that, but I haven't yet done this. And, yeah. you know, oh, I made some money, but is it, it's not my, my ultimate goal. Or I, I achieved, you know, I was mm. brave, but I didn't get a client conversion that I really wanted. You know, mm. it doesn't matter. The list is endless. The, yeah, buts just flow. So when really yeah. what it's about is celebration. Take a moment and, you know, get that feeling, that feeling that just says, I am enough. I did great. I, I did appreciate it. myself. I appreciate the gifts around me and the opportunity to do great things. And I'm excited about what's next. I'm excited yeah. about more. Both. It's not either or. It's I love what I've done. I appreciate it. And, and I'm excited oh, for you. what's next. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't imagine so many times, so many times you say, 
Oh, I said, no. It's one and end. It's not, or both, if you want to. But it's Stand so Stand for true. the end. Exactly. Because we're doing so much. So key is just to celebrate it. Like you celebrate basically your friend because she wrote a book or because she managed to run a marathon. Do the same for you. You know, open a bottle of champagne and just celebrate yourself the heck out of it. This is key. And in even the smaller moments, yes. you know, you, you wrote that email, you got through the day, you were mum, you were, you know, you were doing all the things, you building a business, you've been brave, you've made a decision. Just stop and be like, I made a decision that was hard. I'm going to like take a moment and just, you know, whether it's the big moments, the champagne moments, or whether it's just the, I'm going to have a cup of tea. Yes. You know, and a few <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> and I'm just going to go, you did that, lady. I'm like, yeah, I did that. You yeah, you did. Give yourself a punch <laughs> in the back. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. Yeah. So I'm going to take my lunch break and I'm going to do it on a, I'm going to walk into the village or, you know, walk down the road and I'm going to have a cup of coffee in a little coffee shop and walk around a charity shop, my favorite afternoon out. And just, you know, what a lovely yeah. afternoon because yeah. I'm having a good life and I appreciate my good life. Exactly. And I think when you do that as well, you're sending a message to the universe saying, I'm grateful and I'm worth this. I'm worth it, you know? It's just like, mm -hmm. no, you're saying to the universe, no, no, I know who I am, and you're here for me, and I go for it every day, and I love it. And I notice it, the more I'm doing it, the more I surround, and that's why, that's why I'm, I'm doing it now. Everything I do, I track it. I write it down in my system, Asana. And I notice it that it's so great to see the action you're taking, the inspiring action that you're taking, and basically the results you got. And the day after you look at it and you say, damn, I did all of that and I got all of these results. I'm a badass. Honestly, <laughs> 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 you say in one day. No, it's like yeah. when you, you're doing a masterclass or retreat and everything, you're working, you want to attract basically your clients and let's say basically you attract 20 women in one day this is phenomenal it's, out, it's, it's outstanding you know if you can rise from whatever level that you currently are and level yourself up then you're achieving and succeeding and you know whatever that looks like to you if it's about you know making decisions or procrastinating less or whether it's about showing up more or whether it's for you everybody's slightly different but if yes. you can do that day after day week after week year after year and make progress then you should be celebrating yeah because you're going to take a look at it in one week and you're going to see 